1: The email marketing heroes.
2: Today on the email marketing show, we are speaking to Leanne-Marie Webster, who's the creator of Email with Heart. She's produced more than 100 virtual summits and she's completed the Iron Man challenge. Terrifying. Today, we are talking about hosting your own virtual summits so you can build your email list and credibility.
1: Now, when this podcast ends, we want to bring you in on the conversation. Don't feel like you're stuck all alone with your questions. Come and hang out in our free Facebook group. Share what you're working on. Get help and advice. Make friends. Hold yourself accountable and get our training and resources. It's totally free. Just go to robandkennedy.group and you'll be able to go and jump straight into the Facebook group.
2: As ever, I am joined by the man who failed his driving test just the twice. It's hypnotist Robert Temple
1: and he spent a full day at a beach in Thailand wearing jeans and a long-sleeved shirt. It's mind-reader Kennedy. Robin Kennedy
2: can get inside your head. So, I want to tell you that actually I lost my luggage. So, I think it was KLM, I'm naming and shaming, I'm not afraid, they lost my luggage. And so, literally, I was Imagine in Thailand it. for a week with no, nothing shorter than long sleeve shirts and full length jeans, the ones I was wearing on the plane. That's me excuse, and I'm sticking with it. Tand were nice though. Yeah, because
1: they don't have any clothes shops in Thailand. There's no clothes shops where you could have gone and bought some shorts. I
2: have nothing to say to you. Every week we're right here in your lug holes, helping people like yourself, course creators. If you've got a coaching program or a membership site, we help you make email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder-hitting, higher-converting, psychology-driven email marketing. And we are joined by Leanne-Marie Webster. Rob, three facts for you. Well, three statements. Only one of them is a fact. You reckon Leanne sleeps in her slippers... Did she go on park runs with a well-known actress, not allowed to say who, or did she have a pet skunk?
1: Three good ones there, dude. I, I'm going to suggest, uh, or at least the two you made up were good, I'm going to suggest that... Uh, I don't think it's the well-known actress thing because I think you added the not allowed to say who in order to make that more complicated. I think they are. Sleeps in her slippers.
2: Leanne, what's true?
0: I had a pet skunk. Come on.
2: Yes. (laughs) She actually had two in her entire life, didn't you?
0: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. They were adorable.
2: Wow. Do they stink that bad?
0: (laughs) No, they have. They get the gland taken out, but but they don't know it. So that's what's funny is that they still, like, put their tail up and they kind of stomp like they're trying to spray you, but nothing's happening.
2: That is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> amazing absolutely love it you've been running how long have you been doing running these sort of free online summits for people for and producing these
0: uh since 2013 wow. so it's been a number of years now yeah
2: okay mm-hmm. that's So that's okay, like maybe, before i knew they were invented I, I, same same <laughs> so i mean obviously i, I think but from what, what i remember um they, they probably started off as like teleseminar summit things did they
0: yeah, when they first started, like telecon, it's kind of a term of art, because um, when they first started, it was all audio. Mm. So um, some people would do a live component where you dial in, and but all the um, interviews were pre-recorded um, via you know, for audio only. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So just in case anybody's not massively familiar with that, because in some pockets of the world, you may not have seen these things The the, the virtual sort of summits that I'm, I'm familiar with and correct me if I'm wrong, are they usually the ones we're talking about. Certainly they are free to attend. You mm-hmm. get a lot of people in usually multi-speaker events, lots of mm-hmm. different speakers. And the idea is as the host, you're trying to use that as a way of building your list and by creating value. Is that, is that about the right of it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great summation of it. Typically it's about 20 speakers. That's kind of the, the baseline model. Um, and you're doing interviews. They are for free, but you limit the amount of time that the interviews are, um, are posted so that there's an incentive. So people can attend for free, but then you sell the recordings and we can talk about other things to include in that package, but that's how you monetize the event. But yeah.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a direct monetizable thing. I always thought they were just a list builder, but of course they are list building because you usually have it around your topic area. So if you've, if you teach Excel training, you might have a whole thing about the Microsoft suite or I don't know, something like that or whatever it might be. I'm making things up, of course, but you would have it, you're, you would make sure the audience is all focused around one topic or would you go quite broad? Like how, how niches too niche, I suppose.
0: Uh, it's actually the the more niche, the better, um, because you know, and wh- this is the evolution I've seen since the summit started. Right, so when they first started, you could be a little more general and still get a pretty good list build, mm-hmm. meaning a two thousand or so people on your list. But if you can niche, niche it in, I'm um, I'm American, so I say niche. That's okay. Niche. That's you fine. go ahead.
2: You you you, like the you way have you a go. Say it better.
0: <laughs> I actually wish you'd call it a tele so summit, summit, because I love when the when when Brits go tele summit. Tele summit. <laughs> tele <Tally> summit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the more you niche it, the better chance you have of not only um, building a list, um, building a, a a list that really wants what you have, mm. but also the turning them into sales, not only during the summit, but in the in what you're selling after the summit. So it helps to get really
2: focused. Okay, okay. So the way to put one of these together, I mean, we're going to go on to some slightly different angle on this in a bit. But the way to put this together is to start off with, your market and how you serve the market and then build it around that rather than broadening? Like how do you decide on the topic of your summit? So let's take an example, selfishly, this is now gonna turn into a free coaching program uh, for for Rob and I. So we obviously teach email marketing or help people with email marketing, that's lovely. Would you create something as broad as email marketing? Would you do email marketing just for people with, with courses? Where would you begin if you were telling us what to do as an example?
0: What, the first thing we do is hone in on, on two things. One, who is your ideal client? And second, what do you want them to what do you want to do with them on the other side of the summit? Got it. Do you want to sell private coaching? Do you want to sell group coaching? Do you have a digital course? Do you have a membership? What where do you want them to go? Mm-hmm. Because then we can identify who best goes there and what problem you're going to solve for them and build the summit around that.
2: Great. I mean, it makes perfect absolutely perfect sense, doesn't it? So the first thing that we need to do,
1: I guess, or one of the things we need to do is to go ahead and find the people who are going to participate in this and be the other speakers. How much, like, you know, Kennedy, we're usually the center of attention in most of the things we do. Um, How much of 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 a starring role does the host play in this versus actually just leveraging the credibility of the speakers, I guess?
0: The, well, it it feeds upon itself, right? So the, the host is of course going to run all the interviews. So they're going to be participating in everything. that's part of how they build the know, like, and trust with the audience throughout the event. Mm -hmm. Um, they also need to participate. And this is one mistake I see a lot of summit hosts make is that they interview 20 experts. They're positioning 20 people as the experts in the field, and then they don't do their own content. And it's kind of like saying, these guys are great. Uh, You know, I'm just kind (laughs) of here.
2: It's easy when you're interviewing somebody or when you're hosting something to look like the idiot because you have to ask the questions. Even though if you've not got the questions, you're asking clarification questions on behalf of the audience. It's easy to position yourself as the anti-expert, really, isn't it? Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I don't even know what I'm doing Mm. versus utilizing your expertise throughout and then providing your own content to sh- to demonstrate, um, how you differ from the 20 experts you just interviewed, but also how you show up and help your clients.
2: Love it. Okay. So like Rob said, we, uh, we've we participated and been asked to speak at many virtual summits uh, as one of the lineup of perhaps 20 speakers. Yeah. But one of the reasons that you and I got talking, I think, Leanne, was because I said, well, how do you even build a list out of this? Because I think the intention of the host of the summit is each of the speakers will mail their list or tweet about it and do all the other things to push people towards it. But we have never, ever, emailed our list about a summit we've been involved in. Sorry, everybody, we haven't. Um, But because we never even thought about doing it, it wasn't because we're like, we're definitely not gonna do that. We never thought. So how do we incentivize our speakers to actually mail their list? Like how do we make something in it for them?
0: Yeah, that's such a great question. And, And this hits on one of the biggest challenges that I see that hosts have, is that they often make it too much about themselves. I'm doing this. I'm going to build my list. I'm going to make money. And and the speakers are like, why should I just help you do that? They don't get it. Mm -hmm. So um, um, I always work with my clients on making it a win-win for everybody. Um, You know, that win-win-win principle. So part of the reason to incentivize you to promote is that you are going to generate revenue from sales that come from your affiliate link. So if the event is free and let's say the upgrade package is, you know, $70, then you'll get 50% of sales generated from your list. So that's number one. Second, you can grow your list. So you offer a free gift, a lead magnet, get that ready. You offer that to an audience that you likely haven't been in front of, because you know it's the it's the leverage idea, right? If 20 speakers are are promoting to 20 different audiences, there's 19 that you haven't been in front of before that you can get on your list by offering a great lead magnet down the road, you can make money off that. you got your email list and your campaign set up, so they drive people into a sale, then you can make the sale down the road. And of course, have some great new subscribers on your list, which is always good. That's how we build our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the those are the big things. You also, it's also a good incentive just to position you well in the marketplace, position you as an expert, because it's that third party endorsement of, I'm being asked for my expertise, I must be an expert because they're putting me on this
2: panel. I love it, I think I think it's a great idea.
1: It makes a lot of sense in terms of where you approach somebody about that. Then, so you've got everything set up, you know, you're going to do it. You're going to approach these experts. Do you lead with the idea of here's a pro this is effectively a product promotion there where you're going to earn a commission or do you lead on that? This is a really cool list building opportunity. Or do you lead with, do you want to be an expert in this thing? Like what's most appealing to most people?
0: It's, it will vary yet. I think the, do you want to be an expert is always the best place to go. Cause we all love to have our ego stroked a little bit and we all love to feel like we're contributing. Mm-hmm. Um, since, since I have the email with heart and I tend to focus more on heart-based businesses or come from a heart-based place, but I'm, it's very important for me to not have just anyone on the, the summits that I do. Um, especially the ones that I host. And so I kind of approach from that, you know, hey, this is what I'm building. This is what I'm creating. Here's why. This is another key thing. Here's why I want you in particular to be on it. This is the other mistake that I see people making, hosts making, is they do this copy and paste and they send these invites out and it's like, hey, you're doing great things in the world and I want you to be a part of my great thing in the world. And then it's blanket and it means it's not at all tailored to the person versus I really love this show, like with you guys, right? Like I was excited to, I, we, we got introduced by introduction, but I was like, oh my God, I love these guys. Like they're, they're interesting, they're funny and they're putting out great content. I want to be a part of that. Right. So,
1: Yeah, no, I love it's it. It's actually, we've had a few episodes recently where we've talked about how, you know the idea of outreach, either to become a guest on a podcast or have guests on your podcast and all of that stuff. And that, that's a, that's a key example of a place where you just need to be good at the outreach bit. Like you need to have done your homework and, and be oh, present yeah. in that initial email, right?
0: Yeah. And go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I've been playing with, um, So I'm about to host another one of my own. I've been playing with, I'm um, doing personalized video inter- um, requests. So on Loom, I just hop on Loom and it's, you know, less than three minutes, but it's like, Hey, listen, I loved when you spoke about this. or I loved your book or I saw you do this and, and here's how it impacted me. And here's what I'm creating. And I really want you to be a part of it. Are you in and then we can work out the details from there but that i've had 100% of the people i've asked say yes and and that never happened
2: oh my god 100% <laughs> don't send any more because you can only do worse No, but in, in seriousness um one of the th- do you ever use just an idea that came to my head if we were ever going to do one of these things is to ask the people who've said yes to recommend other people who they think will be good is that a strategy you use a little bit as well
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. The, um, so there's, because there's that good referral, right? Um, there's the, you know, Hey, I'm going to take part of this. I know you'll love this person. Um, I also do, um, part of the, part of what I do as a producer of these summits is I've kept my list of everyone who's been on a summit that I've produced. So I have my naughty and nice list. So one, one reason to go with someone who is who has done this a lot is I can steer my clients towards and away from speakers and I can make introductions where it makes sense. And people are more likely to be on a summit if I make the recommendation because they know it's going to be well run. They know the people know what they're doing. They kind of get that.
2: I'm interested to find out the order in which you approach the speakers. Let me tell you a little little quick story about um, it's what we call getting your Judy Dench right? Okay. So, when, okay. they were, when they were making the movie, uh, the remake of Murder on the Orient Express with, um, who was in it, Rob? Uh, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Who's uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the guy? Johnny Depp was in it. There was a whole, like, it was all A-list celebrities. And when they were being interviewed, I think it was on the Graham Norton show here in the UK, but I might might have that reference wrong. The The, the, the host said to the director, he said, how did you get all these people? And he said, all I did is I knew if I could get Judy Dench to say yes it doesn't matter who I ask everyone else is going to be like oh she's in I'm in it doesn't matter what the script looks like well to some degree do you do it that way around do you try and go for your big one first and like magnetise as your duty Dench or do you sort of lay try and get some like uh, easier to contact people first like how do you sort of start putting that together
0: I, I do it. I actually approach both of those at the same time. Okay. So if I, if there's a big fish that I want to get, you can call that an anchor speaker. If there's a name that people want to be um, uh, on a panel with. Sure. I'll, I'll start working towards them. At the same time, I'll work towards the speakers who have, who I know are going to promote, who I know are going to play well and who I know bring really good content. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of get the, that level going. There's really kind of, there's at least two, maybe three tiers of speakers that you have. You have the big celebrities who will draw others in, who draw a lot of credibility to the summit, who you know people want to be a part of, they want to hear what they have to say. Those people oftentimes aren't going to be the ones who are going to mail. So they're not going to bring the eyeballs, that's going to build, bring the list build. There's also some people on the other end of the spectrum that might have great content, but a really small list, and you like them and you want to give them a forum, and you know that they'll be excited to be on it, but they might not bring a lot of eyeballs. Right. Save space for a couple of those. The in between are the they're like you know, your
2: sort of they like your so surprise and the pe- that's the movie you go and see I don't know anything about this movie it might be all right oh my god it was amazing it's that right. isn't it
0: totally totally yeah. and then you got the kind of workhorses in between and these are the ones who have the lists who have great content and they will totally promote so they'll bring all those eyeballs to everybody else
2: mm. love I love that I, I, my question is um how do you sort of arm the speakers, because the, they are the crux of being able to grow the list and, and grow all of this whole thing. Because without that, there is no audience for the rest of the speakers. Right? Everybody loses, right? Absolutely. So do you, are you a fan of giving them swipe copy, banners? Like, do you give them a lot of stuff? Is it possible to go overboard? What works?
0: I don't think it's possible to go overboard. <laughs> give, not only do I give them that stuff, I actually, um, not many people do this, I actually uh, take the swipe copy and I embed the affiliate links in the swipe copy and send that to them. So they literally can copy and paste it. And so we don't run into the, I forgot to use the link. I didn't, you know, I couldn't find the link. I think make it as spoon feed those, those speakers as much as possible. And you really wanna have a good speaker manager on your team if you do this to keep in touch with them to just make sure because sometimes Sometimes it's an accident. I'm using my air quotes. Sometimes it's not an accident that somebody doesn't mail. And you want to really make sure that the ones who are genuine and who are promoting get rewarded and the ones who aren't don't kind of get away with not doing it. And so you can really, stick with them to get the result.
2: My brain is buzzing with little ideas of how you could do that. Like you could like do an email that says, high five to this person who's just mailed awesome stuff. If you haven't mailed yet, here's your stuff again. Like you can make them privately feel like, oh yeah, God, I must remember to do that rather than making them feel stupid. I could talk about this all day. We're running out (laughs) of time for this, but we are definitely going to do more on this. Let's Leanne, let's move into subject line of the week, subject line of, of the week. week. This week's subject line of the week, what have you got?
0: One of my favorite subject lines, I actually just sent it out, was let period then period go period. All and right, it was let's about, talk about it. it. was about unsubscribes. And so the whole email was about how people will unsubscribe, let them go, don't worry about it, it's not personal. Of course, I had one of the highest unsubscribe rates ever.
2: <laughs> Did you really?
0: <laughs> but it's okay. I gave him permission, and once you don't want to be there, I let him go.
2: All right, absolutely love as it. Far, That's a great one.
1: As part of a list hygiene strategy, I think just giving people the reminder that the unsubscribed link is there and it's okay to use it is a good thing. But actually, just to pull out of that subject line, I think you could—it's a—it's a really lovely writing technique just to create a bit of impact in the middle of a piece of writing. So to have the something dot something dot something dot is a really nice way to just really do it. never seen it a subject line it's great it's
2: great well, subject line of the
1: week subject line, line of the week now Leanne, if people want to find out more about you and everything that you're doing rather and they want to get involved tell us where to go
0: And um, just hop on over to my website it's my name leanne marie webster.com so lots of e's in there l e a n n marie like like osmond webster like the dictionary
2: I love it in fact Amazing. to make that even easier we're going to put all of the links to that and where to find you and more about you over in the show notes which are going to be at the slash skunk Obviously. Where <laughs> else would they be?
1: Just because it makes sense. If you want to come and join in with this conversation and ask your questions and get involved and find new friends and hold yourself accountable, make sure that you do come and jump into our totally free Facebook group community. There's a whole bunch of links, resources and training and stuff in there as well. And it's growing all the time. Just head over to Bob and and you'll be able to jump straight on inside and hang out with us. How about that?
2: Thanks so much. Thanks, Leanne. Thank
0: you. This was so much fun. I love it. The <laughs>
2: on those uh, those summits there, totally.